friends, countrymen, lovers of all things design. This is Grits and Grids. Hey everyone, this week I'm chatting with Vlad Ford, a photographer out of Colorado. This is actually the first installment of two, um, and I'm catching him before he hops off to his uh, Uganda trip, which is pretty awesome. I'll let him explain more, but be sure to tune back in for the second part in an upcoming episode. Hey everyone, today I am talking with Lad Ford. He's a portrait and lifestyle photographer out of Colorado. Um, met Lad, um, actually I don't remember how we met, I just think it was like through the genius of internet. Yeah, um, a few years yeah. ago, um, I had put an ad out for photography and you ended up hiring me to shoot that food truck. Yeah, yeah, it was the Burger Radio food truck, which we won an award on, uh, you know, partly in, you know, because of your photography. So it was pretty awesome. Um, Lad, why don't you say hi, give a little bit of backstory on how you got started and what it is you do and stuff like that. Um, I'm Lad. I'm a portrait and lifestyle photographer, as you just said. Uh, I got started from going to college in Steamboat. I took a photography class and I'd always been interested in photos but I ended up getting really lucky and having an awesome mentor. Uh, he was my photography teacher in college, and he kind of took me under his wing, and I've been working for him kind of ever since, off and on. Uh, awesome. And then after that, I moved to Denver and just got started. Cool, cool. So you're in Denver. Um, what brought you out there? Uh, so originally I moved to older just because I wanted to move somewhere bigger but somewhere that I kind of knew and to kind of just I guess try and start networking myself out here mm-hmm. and bigger city bigger opportunities there's a huge ad uh, ad agency scene out here and so I figured that would be a good start I, mm-hmm. I gotta get you in, in touch with um, the guys from mast uh, Travis Ledoux is pretty awesome That'd be great. We'll, we'll do that after after the <laughs> podcast. But um, so this month we're talking about like luck or hustle. Um, it's the month of March, and I think the idea is that you know some people who are just getting started, or maybe those who haven't taken as many risks or what have you, tend to look at those who are getting big breaks and, and say to themselves like, "Oh, that person's lucky." When in reality, there's a fair amount of hustle that goes behind it, and. Hustle not in the um, I've tricked you into something way, but more like you pound the pavement, man. You burn the mid oil every night. You run yourself ragged just to get these opportunities. And um, I think what sparked this was you're going to Uganda. And I, of course, made a terrible dad joke, but found out you did too. <laughs> <laughs> Uganda became about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think what's awesome is like, you know, to your friends and, and the people that know you, we see that as like, fruits of labor, whereas maybe some think it's luck. So what sparked the Uganda trip? What, what brought you out there? How'd that happen? Uh, so last year, I kind of decided that once a year, I'd really like to work on a project that's something like this. Uh, last year, I went to Nepal, and I was working with and photographing orphans and students out there. Uh, and then when I got back, I reached out to Action Africa, which is an organization that started from my high school, actually, mm. and um, reached out to them, and it's been like a six-month-long process of getting this all organized, and for a while, I wasn't exactly sure it would happen, and I think that's where that luck or hustle kind of comes in. 
Um, definitely a lot of luck, but getting together the fundraiser and stuff that I held for it was more work than even I thought. <laughs> it was way too much work. Yeah, it always seem it always seems much easier on paper or, or on the marketing at, on you know Kickstarter or GoFundMe. <laughs> like, oh, you just ask some friends, and next thing you know, you're a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. On paper, it was it was definitely a lot easier than it actually was, but it was totally worth it. It was super successful, um, and yeah, it, it made that trip become a reality. Awesome. So, like, what what kind of drew you to that? I mean, is it just something like I want to go to Uganda, or it was like, yeah, how how did it unfurl? Uh, so I those there. Well, these are passion projects for sure, but uh, I wanted all of them to kind of orient around nonprofits or NGOs. Mm-hmm. And um, I figured having that one for my high school would be a really good option, not only because of the connections from it that mm-hmm. I already sort of had a foot in the door, um, but also it's something I'm really curious about and really would love to help out in. Mm-hmm. And they run a community center where they teach a whole bunch of classes and stuff. And that's actually what I'm going to be doing out there is teaching. Awesome. Are you, are you teaching photography or are you going to, is there other things? Yeah. Teaching photography. That's awesome. Um, it's gotta be awesome to have like, you know, a creative influence on people who may be, you know, underserved compared to the lives that we lead over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I think there's a certain amount of that too, that when, as you experience those, maybe you start to see the world different through your lens as well. I mean, do you, do you find a fair amount of that from some of the trips that you've done so far? Yeah, absolutely. Um, before going to Nepal, uh, I was using largely uh, a lot of strobes in my photography. And okay. when I went to Nepal, I couldn't use strobes anymore. So that was something that definitely changed. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of the connections you make with people out there is so different than what you would hear. And I think that changes a lot of how you photograph people. Yeah, like a, lot, a little more personal, like just yeah. heartfelt? Um I, I, it's tough to explain, but uh, I, I like to think it was a little bit more in depth because I don't think I had a idea of like, oh, I want the person to look like this. It was more just you get to really photograph what's in front of you. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is um, there is a restaurant around here that some uh, friends of ours did uh, design the interior space for. It's called Gypsy Kitchen. And... Um, I'll probably I'll try to put a picture of this on on the uh, show notes, um, but you you walk in the front door and you are met like at the back of the the back wall is like this floor to ceiling, I want to say maybe like sixteen to eighteen foot tall, ten foot wide image of this woman with like these hauntingly beautiful ice blue eyes. Oh, you cut out. I lost you. Sorry. Yeah. Am I am I there? Yeah, I can hear you now. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, so she has like these ice blue eyes and it just seems like no matter where you are in that room, it just completely follows you. Um, and you can tell that there's something different about that photograph than if it were like staged or, um, you know, like you were saying, like, you know, all all the other shoots that you've done until you started traveling were very set up. Whereas this just seems so profound. Yeah. Um, I, I, Definitely see where you're coming from on that. And I mean, so a lot of the photos I took in Nepal, it it was staged in the sense that I 
asked to take their portrait, but mm. that was it. Um, it was nothing more than like, Hey, can I take your picture? Right. Uh, it's really nice how like those moments just happen, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's cool. So you're going to Uganda. Um, you know, there, there's probably a fair amount of work that led up to this. So, you, you know, you've been building a name for yourself, I think at least through some hard work and hustle for those that are listening that maybe are on the threshold of where you were maybe a couple years ago, what's worked best for you as far as marketing and networking and getting your name out there? Um, so I, I'd say networking events and then, um, just finding people to kind of help put work out there. Uh, Mm -hmm. last year I worked with, um, a group of motorcycle girls called the tiny daggers and, Mm -hmm. uh, they have a huge following and photographing them really led to meeting a lot of new people. And I think that was a huge step. Whereas things like social media for me, and I know for a lot of photographers, it works super well. Uh-huh. For me, it hasn't worked all that well. Um, oh, really? Instagram has worked pretty well, but Facebook has been a total platform. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I obviously, I think, you know, um, Instagram has, lends itself quite well to a, a photographer's yeah. portfolio. Um, but I think even, I think all of us have really realized a decline in Facebook as it's become so unbelievably popular. And now we're kind of in the long tail of adoption. Yeah. I think that most people have left. Um, I think so. And I, I think a large part of that was because you, the whole organic viewers versus paid viewers thing. Right. Um, I put an ad on Facebook one time and I, I didn't see any return from it. And so I never did it again. Wow. You know, so what's interesting about social right now in, you know, so Facebook's kind of like, I think <laughs> can't really say it's dying. Cause there's, there's a lot of interaction, but my goodness, it is a crowded party, man. Oh like yeah. You're, you're not going to be heard or seen there, even if you do pay for some, um, you know, ads and ad placement. And I question how good the, um, how good their system is. Cause you know, we've done some ads too. And I find that like, I get follows and likes from people that it's not really who I wanted at all. You know, I love everyone that follows me, but um, I, and I, I feel like that's a large part of it too is so on Facebook, my board photo doesn't have the biggest following. Um, right. And on Instagram, it's not the biggest following either, but Instagram, I definitely have more of a poll than I do on Instagram or I mean on Facebook. And so I think that could probably play into why the ads didn't work very well. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I, I mean, I've found more traction. I think Instagram is just beautiful for creators and for, you know, um, the creatives out there as well. Yeah. Um, so what I think this week, or maybe it was like late last week, Ello, are you on Ello? I'm not. Okay. So you should check it out. It started maybe like a, a like a two years back and it was like an, a social network, blah, blah, blah. But there's like, no, there was no one on it. So you're sort of like posting uh, updates into the ether of nothingness. Um, <laughs> and I think they have like this, they're trying to resurge it and, they found a way to sort of, they want to niche as the, the quote unquote, the creators network mm-hmm. and their slogan being like share, sell, get hired. Um, 
Okay. And so I'm wondering, like, I mean, it's very early still, even though it's been around for a few years, I think it's still very early. Um, but I'm wondering if that's going to take hold because essentially it would be, I guess, the best of Pinterest and the best of Facebook and Instagram yeah. and Tumblr all into one that's like all focused on creators. Okay. And so it's quite interesting. I, I kind of have my finger on that pulse. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with it. Um, may even try to stoke some flames there too. Um, but that might be an awesome place for photographers to sort of start trying to speak to a more niche market in the early adoption phase. Um, so you talked about Facebook. What, what was that? I think it sounds, I, I was just about to say, as far as social media goes in general, I always, and even since I was in high school, like when I first switched from MySpace to Facebook, I was like skeptical about it. And I feel like I'm always on the tail end of everything like that. Like, Right. I just recently started using Visco, which apparently every photographer and their mother uses. So. What is it? Visco? Yeah. It's uh, uh, like like a V is in Victor I S C O. Yep. Oh well, huh? And I I don't I don't know if that one's really caught on all that well, but I know a lot of people who are on it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I'll have to post a link. Maybe we can get more people uh, using it. <laughs> I've never heard of it, so you're not alone, but I'm also not a photographer. <laughs> I, I I only ever posted one photo to it, and then I haven't opened it. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean... Sorry, I just saw that you typed it. It's V-S-C-O. There's no I in it. V-S-C-O. All right, cool. I'll make sure I have it in the show notes, and I'll check it out after the show as well, because who knows? Maybe we can get some people uh, on there sharing. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see how like how some of these like networks really start to take off, too. Um, especially when it comes to marketing and promotions and when you're trying to get into that hustle. Um, you mentioned Facebook ads not really working. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what else hasn't worked? What else have you tried and you were just like, wow, that, that was such a waste? Um, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't really know. Uh, I, I wouldn't say any others were exactly a fail, but I, yeah. I mean – for the most part, I just I try and do as much networking as I can. Um, so is that more like going to like you know uh, what kind of networking? Like I mean, you said events, but are you shooting events? Or are you just showing up and kind of? Uh, I've shot a few events, but I really I try to avoid doing that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, there's out here at the ad agencies, we have an event once a month called Kegs with Legs, and cool. it's a networking event for creatives. Um, and you just everyone kind of shows up and you drink beer and you eat food and talk about what your brand is or what you do and that's pretty cool yeah so so that's been a good way to meet people and then just friends of friends and clients and their friends just word of mouth for me has been huge yeah, that's awesome. And I think, you know, people try so hard to like break into that. And I think that's something that just happens naturally. It's almost like you can't, you can't yeah. force word of mouth. Right. I mean, no, just and, do a good job. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that's what I've really tried to instill. Cause and I've had projects where I know everyone has projects that it, in their business, that it's something they don't really want to do or something like that. But I've always just tried to make a note to like, you know, I'd do the best absolute job I could on it mm-hmm. so that, um, you know, if nothing else, it's word of mouth after that. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that, um, 
you know, we've tried to instill in the culture here at Vigor as well is like mm-hmm. this whole good enough isn't good enough. Like I, I don't want someone to come in here and be like, oh yeah, there you go. It's good enough. Yeah. Um, I've said it before on, on the show. Like I hate the word just. So it's like, yeah. oh yeah, just just go shoot that. It's like, no, no. it's important. You gotta work hard at it. Yeah. It should be like the most important thing you're doing all the time. Yeah. Which is ideal, but you know, I know you get bogged down and stuff, but uh, I think that should always be the focus. Yeah. Um, so when did you start traveling to do this? When was, what was the first place you went? Uh, for photography or uh-huh. that the passion projects that I've been working on? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. Whichever. Uh, I guess for photography, the first place I went was San Francisco. I went and shot some stuff for a friend out there. Mm-hmm. And then with my mentor, we shot a lot in um, Wyoming. Wyoming? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was, was, a, it, was, was it landscapes or what was it? Uh, so he's a pretty successful architecture and interior photographer. Okay. And so when I work with him, it's a lot of carrying lights and moving lights around. Sure. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a tough form of photography too, to really oh, yeah. get the feel, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that was one of the things that really impressed me with, uh, your work was, you know, not just shooting this food truck, which whatever, you know, point and shoot at a food truck. Right. But I mean, you, you had a really good command of lighting and it was the, the architecture surrounding the food truck was considered as well. And the people and how they interact with it. I think that's what really sets, great photographers aside from decent photographers. Okay. Well, one, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, that, that food truck project, that was a lot of fun. Um, and it's funny how photography and like my style changes. Cause I look back at how I shot that and mm-hmm. I don't think I'd shoot it. That's I would shoot it with that same look, but I don't think I'd shoot it the way I did. Um, at that point, using different lights and I actually that was like 10 different photos strung together oh really yeah that's pretty awesome because I lit I lit the truck in four foot sections and would take a photo and then would move it and relight it and shoot it again and stitch it all together that's awesome so um what I liked about it is it almost had like a very metallic look to it which was interesting but um how would you shoot it now I mean like what have you learned that's really like changed that game for you uh i use different gear now and so i think that would change i use a lot bigger lights than i was Mm -hmm. Uh, so i'd probably light it with bigger lights and try and do it as much as i could in one photo yeah well uh, (laughs) save on the work right (laughs) yeah yeah uh whatever you can do in camera rather than in post but uh and then on top of that there was there was this uh, there was a lot of funny things to overcome shooting that project. Um, the vinyl was very shiny, and I was struggling with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I don't think I would. I think I'd probably just bring polarizers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way that truck was uh, was created is not exactly the way I wanted it to be done. Unfortunately, like our thinking gorgeous. was that. What's that? It's gorgeous, regardless. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun, but you know how it is. You always look back at your work and you're like, oh, (laughs) you know, and unfortunately, like the actual production of that truck, um, for those that don't know, it's uh, it's kind of like a murdered. It's supposed to be a murdered out truck with 
areas of gloss. So like when the light hits it the right way, you start to see things. And um, that's not the way it was produced. The way it was produced, like the sign company, which I have voiced my gripes about sign companies, I think a lot. Maybe but I'll just keep on doing it, though. Um, instead of doing it black, flat black, they did it in a gray, like a charcoal gray. Yeah. And then it's doing, you know, gloss vinyl on flat black. It was gloss black vinyl on gray. It was just, you know, I saw it. I'm like, okay, it looks cool. But man, you just <sighs> stop thinking and just produce it the way I wanted yeah. you to do it. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know that about that part of the project. Um, for me, and there was, there was just, there was some wear and tear on, you know, it's, it's a truck. It's, yeah. And so there was a lot of wear and tear on it that had to be fixed in post. There's nothing I could do about it in camera. But overall, that was a really good project. I liked that one. Yeah, it was definitely fun. And I think it showed in, in the end result as well. Um, all right. So Uganda's coming up. You're really pumped about it. Yes. Uh, you had a party. You raised some money. Um, now, did you raise all the money you needed for it? I did. Yeah. That's um, awesome, man. Well, That's a- for, for my part of it, I mean, there's always room for more. Uh, sure. And we were kind of hoping to get some cameras donated, but that was proved to be a little bit more difficult than I thought it would be. Yeah. That's tough. Um, now, will you be teaching them film or is it digital there? Uh, so we're – I'm going with a, another photographer – She's bringing 17 Instax cameras, which is those kind of new Polaroid cameras. Okay, yeah. Um, so the kids are going to have that, and we thought that would be super cool because, you know, everyone loves Polaroids. And on top of that, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's an instant gratification of like, uh, then we can just kind of k- teach them about composition and stuff like that, and they can take a photo and have the instant look at it. Um, and then on top of that, we will have some digital cameras for sure. Awesome. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I'm really excited to see the result. And so for, for everyone listening, um, the goal here is to, the reason why this is part one is I wanted to catch lad before he hopped off to his adventures. And then when he comes back, you know, we're going to talk to him again and we're going to like find out like the cool stuff that happened, the scary stuff that happened, hopefully nothing too scary, but like things he had to overcome, maybe a little bit of culture shock. Oh, like I, I doubt there's a, a hamburger place down the street there. <laughs> you know, and so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get all of that. And I want to, you know, I'd love to see some of the some of the kids work and as well as your work, too. So I think it'll be more of a a quick chat, maybe like 10 minutes. And then it'll yeah. be more about the work that was produced so people can really kind of soak that up. Yeah, I definitely love to talk about that. When we get back. Awesome. All right. So. Uh, where can people find you online and um, how can they follow you on social? So online, my website is www.ladfordphotography.com, which is L-A-D-D-F-O-R-D-E. And then my Instagram handle is at Ford photo, F-O-R-D-E underscore photo. Awesome. Definitely check it out. Um, I look forward to seeing everything that's happening while you're over there. And I look forward to sharing it when you come back. It's going to be awesome. Once again, everyone, thank you for tuning in. 
do follow us at Grits Grids. That's Grits Grids with no end in between on Instagram and Twitter. This podcast and the Grits and Grids blog is a passion project of Vigor, a restaurant and beverage branding and marketing firm based in Atlanta. Check us out at www.vigorbranding.com and of course we're all over social media. Until next week, stay hungry, stay thirsty, and be creative.